by Prime Minister Kamara. The problem about Africa, Salon is a case study, is that we like to imitate others, especially the West. We are told to do this or that, and end up doing nothing. We are led by the nose, cap in hand, always begging for more. The most pathetic is that, these leaders, bleed their people white, kill and suppress for power to rule in perpetuity, all in the name of tyranny and despotism, but the West and the rest laugh and glee at them as big jokers. Museveni is Latase Moi, the sun king of Uganda, who takes relish to terrorize the opposition, kill peaceful protesters, like one in flies, who merely seek or desire, to speak out for freedom and justice and good governance, or seek better governance tools, or alternatives. So many of them in Africa, from Eritrea to Rwanda to Egypt, to Burundi, Tanzania, down to Salon. Not one single African leader, apart maybe the glimpses from Nkrumah, Sankara to Mandela, or Paul Kagame, that have shown a certain latitude, towards either good governance or national development, but above all, are independent-minded. African leaders cannot think for themselves, or out of the box as they say, but are led like lost sheep to the slaughter, to whimper and squeal, to the tantrums, whims and caprices, of the big powers, allowed to exploit at will, mortgage the state to all sorts of foreign wheeler dealers, while they rape, and loot state coffers, impoverish their people, brutalize and kill them, in the bargain. The more they wipe out their debts, the more they plunge deeper into debt. They take killer loans from China, the IMF, World Bank, to further enslave and impoverish their people. A debtor is a perpetual beggar, and a beggar is a slave to be told, to do this or that, and must totter to the dictates of the giver. These leaders cannot claim to have gained independence, because they are not independent-minded. In the UN, African leaders are least considered, and the big powers never agree. When China and Russia is on one side, the US and the West take the other side. So China can do whatever it wants in Hong Kong, Tibet or to the Uyghur people, allegedly in concentration camps, while the rest of mankind sit and watch, and lip service merely paid, by the so-called icons of world democracy, while people suffer grotesque and unbearable persecutions. The next step for China, is the imminent invasion of Taiwan, and America and EU could or might do little, or nothing about it, just as China intensify claims to disputed territories with her neighbors, the Philippines, Japan, Singapore etc. China can tell the world not to recognize Taiwan as a sovereign state, and the West and the rest, especially African leaders would kowtow, in order to avoid punitive economic sanctions, or risk forfeit Chinese loans. Kru Bay is a slum in Sierra Leone's capital Freetown. Roughly 7,000 people live on the densely populated 50-acre area with no access to electricity, running water or sewage system. Harsh living conditions like these often lead to child neglect, violent abuse or sexual exploitation. Olivia Ackland slash Al Jazeera. I endorse the stance of Australia, not to be bullied into submission, for simply saying, that Chinese labs must be revisited, so as to trace the source, or origins of the coronavirus, despite punitive economic sanctions levied against the Aussies by China. Lately, the WHO, raised concerns over China's refusal, to open certain labs for proper scrutiny. In short, while the UN would never agree on what democracy is or should be, they cannot counter impactfully, ideologies of suppressive regimes, like Myanmar, Russia, China, Burundi, Eritrea etc., while human suffering mounts and people of all colors, flee their ruined countries at great personal risk, due to factors like, climate change, poverty, hunger, starvation, drought, misgovernance, corruption, conflicts, human trafficking, to the human factor of leaders, due to incompetence, greed and the avarice of suppressive, morally bankrupt, and callous African dictators, under the guise of fake Democrats. Why is it that African leaders, 
are tied to the apron string of ideological powers, who actually don't give a damn, if Africa burns, whether the East or West, for all share the same mentality, to keep the black man in perpetual mental slavery, just like during the slave trade, colonialism, imperialism, neocolonialism, and the like. Imagine a time, when African babies, are fed to hounds and hunting dogs in Europe and America, sold and packed like sardines in ships, the indescribable agony and pain, across the Atlantic, and tortuous desert, by Arabs for a fortune. Or put in cages in French zoos, for white kids and folks, to catch glimpse of the human ape. Sold naked like animals, in open American pens, or being mated for stronger breeds for farm labor, lynched, burnt, killed at will, like one and flies. Yet, African leaders would never learn, from our dark and brutal past, and inhumane treatment meted to our ancestors. Instead, they take relish to be modern slave drivers, to enslave their populace, into mental slavery and total deprecation, while they store, millions of ill-gotten dollars in western banks. Like the Abacas, as so many other Nigerian state looters, same as in other African countries. Nigeria with all the oil wealth, still can't afford constant and steady light or refinery, while the country is now torn asunder, while the people perish, in bitter lamentations. So what good lessons can South Africa, or Nigeria teach the rest of the continent, if not to paint our leaders in gloomy colors, as traitors to the African continent, and its people? For what is it profit a man, if you gain the whole world, but lose your soul? And to pauperize your people, when you can't take, a single dime to the grave? See the recent events in South Africa, the looting that can be clearly identified, mainly by angry, desperate, and disgruntled black youths, because after Mandela, Becky, Zuma's million-dollar mansion, who like Mekki did not treat HIV-AIDS seriously, to millionaire Ramaphosa, seemed to care less to improve the wretched lives of their people, but rather their pockets. The same is in America, with blacks even when fighting for a just cause, soon degenerates to one in looting. Africa, and the conduct of our African leaders, is a big shame and disgrace, that leaves much to be desired. African leaders like most world leaders, ruled not to make a better life for their people, but to suppress, loot and misgovern them in perpetuity. The fact is that, leaders don't rule in the fear of God, or to govern their people in truth. But what is truth, if half of America's populace, still cling firmly to the lie, that Trump won the American elections, to the extent, the state capital was ransacked, and the lives of senators and other House members put in the balance. To this very moment, most Republicans still believe, that the elections were rigged to favor the Democrats even in their own very strongholds, to the extent that Republican-held states, are now enacting Jim Crow laws, to suppress mainly black and minority votes. What type of democracy then, can we learn from a country that prides itself, as the beacon of world democracy? What too can we learn from China and Russia, where freedom, liberty and equality, are anathema to such monolithic systems? African leaders are thus caught, between the devil and the deep blue sea, simply because of lack of pride, miseducation, unbridled power, greed and avarice, and display, shameless exhibitionism. Children wait for food distribution and internally displaced persons, IDP, Camp Nbunya, Aturi Province, Eastern Democratic Republic of Congo, April 12, 2018. Reuters slash Yoran Tomasovic, RC 1-off 66091-D0. African leaders don't put God first in leadership. It is like doomsday, everybody for himself and God for us all. To Salone now, a land once said to be flowing with milk and honey, the Athens of West Africa, that became an ill-run Sparta. The misfortunes of Mama Salone can be overturned, if endowed with a God-fearing leader sent by God. As both former British High Commissioner, Derek Allen Patridge and a Ghanaian ambassador noted, that only God can save Salone, which I fully endorsed, just like NRM revolutionaries, 
forgotten country. However, Salona is ruled by the dictates of Satanism, as politicians dabble in all sorts of occultic rituals, which APC dubbed, Agba Satani, bone-to-bone Passar die politics, a practice also equally toted, by the SLPP. Both parties are thus labeled, Alasan and Alusan, the two destructive Siamese twins, responsible for the dog-eat-dog, aside den tai cow, Baylor Berry evil ideology. But Salone does not need an ideology, from the east or west. All Salone needs, especially the APC at this crucial time, is a God-fearing leader, who is both patriotic, and visionary. A God-fearing leader puts God first in all that he does, because God is not an ideologue, torn between West and East ideologies, between communism, and capitalism, or be cribbed and cabined within the narrow, suffocating corridors of, this you can, that you can't, this you should, that you shouldn't. The ideology of God is the truth, to have a good heart, and to love all, hate none, for all nations and people, created in the likeness and image of God. So should I hate China, if the West or America say so, or verse versa? Ideology should not overcome the fear of God, righteousness, and love for humanity, justice and freedom. China, America or Russia, do not actually qualify as ideal candidates of truth or that love and humanity, the world so needs, that love and equality, that comes from God, which is spiritual. In fact, some countries don't believe, in the existence of God. They suppress and oppress the truth, and nothing so glaring as in the last American elections, or China's non-tolerance to free speech and demonstrations, or Russia's attack on the opposition and its leader Navalny, to the extent of poisoning so-called dissidents, or enemies of Russia, living in exile in other foreign countries. Joe Biden seems to me a nice and decent chap, a true Catholic, who lives and respects the truth, a leader by example, a unifier, consensus builder, humane, humble, a man of impeccable character, and integrity. Donald Trump is totally the opposite, a diabolical and inverterate liar, dishonest, blackmailer, a misogynist, satanic, criminal, a racist, both in nature and action. Republicans normally reverse, or overturn key democratic reforms, same also for Democrats. America is a country where one can die at any time, without notice, reason or warning, a place where people are killed at random, with absolutely no gun control, and among the dangerous countries in the world, and many find it unsafe, and are terrified to live in America. Such a system is too unpredictable, for African leaders to follow headlong, even though it is still a better system as compared to China and Russia. That is why what Salone needs at this crucial time in its checkered history, is a leader that respects the truth, God-fearing, unifier, incorruptible, of strong convictions, sacrifice self for others e selfless, untainted, of proven ability, and above all, patriotic. Only such a leader can defeat Popanista, to clinch 2023 for the APC.